Great to have your company down here at the Crown Audio Hub. John Donahoe filling in for Jordan Canellis. He'll be back tomorrow morning for the NFL alongside Ben Graham. We've gone to the Adelaide Oval to get the update about the sandful from Bryce Gibbs. And now we go to no better man who dominates the VFL and also the SEN track airwaves each and every week. The hardest working man in Australia at the moment is Campbell Brown. He's on the line. He's given us some of his time. Hello, dog. G'day, JD. Now, I, I left your Bucks party early last night to focus on this grand final. What time did you finish up? It was noted by a few people that you actually smoke-bombed from the Bells Hotel, so a few boys were waiting for a few more stories, and uh, you were nowhere to be seen. But a couple of us uh, ended up getting home at about 3 a.m. or so, so it was a, okay. a, a large reasonable. night. But I, yeah, reasonable, but you know, made the most of it. My last hurrah, as you well know. <laughs> yeah, the last hurrah, and they, like, I had a grand final to do today. That's not just the players that need to perform, the commentators need to get the job done as well, and <laughs> it was an absolute beauty here at Icon Park. Yeah, absolutely. It looked like uh, Werribee were going to fight back in that last quarter. I think they kicked the first two goals, and then uh, the Gold Coast were able to just hold them off. Uh, talk us through the game as a whole and the Gold Coast first ever VFL premiership. Oh, it was a fantastic game. It was just counter-attack from the Gold Coast Suns, which uh, really you know, opened the game up. And, and you're right, um, two goals just before three-quarter time and then another two to start the last term. And you were thinking, uh, this is shades of what happened in the home and away season when Werribee came from over 40 points down to, to win by two points and beat the Suns. And um, just that composure of Sharp, just to, to understand the moment, go back and kick that goal from 50 was really important. And, and then Sam Day dribbled one through and it was basically all over. So it was, uh, it was a full credit to, to Werribee. They just don't know how to give up. They just keep fighting. But the class of, you know, 20 AFL-listed players for the Gold Coast Suns and, um, you know, I, I posed the question at the start of the day, how do you stop a forward line with Burgess, Marbie Chol, um, you know, Alex Sexton, Sam Day and, and Brodie McLaughlin in it? Well, the answer is you just can't because they kicked 14 of the 17 goals and, and Werribee just didn't have an answer. Yeah, Marbio Chol looked, I had it on the monitor here, and he, he looked like he really got going late as well, Brownie. He was taking some nice marks, kicking some goals as well, as we said, four goals there. So probably doing it at the right time as well, because it looks like he may be heading elsewhere at the end of this offseason. Yeah, I mean, he's an unbelievable footballer. He had a great year at AFL level last year. I think he played every game and kicked 44 goals. So um, didn't get as many opportunities this year, with obviously King coming back into that side. Um, but, and Lakosha's probably, you know, playing a bit more as a forward, but, um, you know, he's a really good footballer. He, he kicked five last week in the prelim, probably should have kicked eight. Uh, he kicked another four this afternoon. There's no doubt if, if Damien Harbour doesn't want him at, at the Gold Coast Suns, he'll find a suitor elsewhere and, and go on and play some good football. And we see, we've saw, seen a site today that we don't, see a lot of generally the the winning team gets the norm smith medalist but today the losing team werribee's sean manor kicked six goals and he won i think the norm goss medal at the end so a very rare feat yeah absolutely i was i was on the voting committee so i want to be nice and transparent about that (laughs) i gave him the three votes um you know it's it's probably the best vfl grand final performance that i've ever seen Uh, we've been doing this for seven or eight years now and there's been some great performance in the past, but um, you know he, he was a, he's a high half forward. He's had 28 disposals and kicked six goals too in a losing side. He was mm. unbelievable. Um, you know the only person that probably could have stolen that award off him was 
Elijah Hollands, who, um, in the absence of Jimmy Cheetahs with suspension, had 32 touches in the midfield and, and had a brilliant game. And, and he's another one that, you know, will he be at the Gold Coast Suns next year? The, the, the question's out. Um, he might mm. be joining his brother at Carlton, but certainly after today's performance, you'd want to do everything you, you can to, to keep him at the Gold Coast. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, your heart breaks for one of the good guys in footy and Mick Barlow as well, who, you know, puts a lot of time and effort into this Werribee team. He's such a, a, a I guess, a new age coach as well. And he's, he's come up out of nowhere. And, and there is also a bit of talk that he might be going to the AFL with, uh, with uh, well, immediate effect, potentially. Yeah, I mean, he's got AFL, you know, coach written all over him. Um, you know, I'm a big believer that uh, it's far better to to earn your, your stripes as a, a senior coach of any size. And he's done that for, you know, a couple of years now with Werribee. Um, he could slot straight into, you know, an assistant AFL coaching job. Uh, he, he knows the game well. And uh, we were just talking um, just off air now. This Werribee side that has been a work in progress for not just this year, but six or seven, eight years. There's been players like, um, you know, Nick Coglin, the captain, Dom Brew, um, Michael Sotomarco, the former captain of Werribee, Kai DeClace and Tommy Gribble. They've all played over 100 games of CFL footy, throw Matt Hanson in as well. Mm. Do they come back and butter up again next year? Uh, or, you know, is it the end? They're getting to an age where they need to make some, some decisions on their footballing career and then their family and what's best for them. And um, mm. it's, it's brutal for, for, you know, VFL players that got to work full time and, and then train late at night and, um, you know, the pay's not great. So the commitment from, from them is absolutely enormous. And, um, you know, you just hope that, that Werribee can, can keep a, a really strong list together and, and be really competitive again next year. Absolutely. Great VFL grand final. How would you rate your own performance today, Brownie? You're, you're a perfectionist and you like to, you know, look up the, the, the source <laughs> before, uh, before you go on air. So what did you roll with today? No, I kept the funny stuff to uh, to myself today. Um, you know, there's Ooh, a player okay. Very the serious. called Forkhead that you could have had a little <laughs> bit of fun with, but I didn't. Um, but I'm, I'm lucky enough to work with the best calling team in the in the country, as far as I'm concerned. Nigel Carmody and Jason Bennett do an outstanding job week in, week out. So um, my job is very, very easy uh, compared to what they do. And um, I just try and get a little bit of humour in there every now and then, but not many laughs in the commentary box. But I'll, I'll keep trying, mate. It's been eight years well, and I haven't got the sack yet. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, save the humour for SEN track on a Monday and a Tuesday and a Friday, Brownie. That's where you really bring out some of your best work. Hey, before we let you go, uh, who wins the Brownlow? Who wins the grand final? And who's the Norm Smith medalist? Okay, so I'm going to say that the Brownlow tomorrow night is going to be like Alligator Blood versus Chautauqua. You've got the yeah. Gay Waterhouse trained Nick Dacos out in front by 10 or 11 votes with seven rounds to go. And then you've got the injury. And then you've got uh, Marcus Bontempelli, that's Chautauqua, that's absolutely flying down the outside and getting votes, votes, threes and twos and ones. And it comes down to the last game at Geelong Cadinia Park. And he gets two votes, and he falls short of winning the Brownlow. Nick Dacos wins it by a vote in what should be one of the great counts. Right. There you, look, at you've thought of this as well. You, you've you've really put some time and effort into it. This is the time of year you 
you often dominated. I mean, you were probably stiff not to win a couple of Brownlows, dog, but certainly well, grand I've, final week. Five was Brownlows your time. I've been to. Two as a player, 07 and 08, and three as a red carpet specialist. Not many <laughs> players. In fact, I don't know anyone that goes to more Brownlows in retirement than when they played the game, but I managed to do it somehow. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it, Brownie. Before we let you go, who wins Saturday? Uh, by how much? And a Norm Smith, please. Uh, I tipped Brisbane at the start of the year when they were 750, so there's no point jumping off now. I'm going to mm-hmm. say Brisbane win by 10 points, and Joe Danaher kicks four and wins the Norm Smith medal. Love it. Dog, we appreciate you jumping on. Appreciate you coming and uh, fronting up tomorrow. I think a lot of my friends thought that I just made you up and that we weren't actually friends, but it's good to know that we do have a friendship like that where you can come out and see the see the boys. No, always, mate. Just don't miss a tip that I give on Twitter <laughs> or uh, I'll just send our friendship quick smart. Yeah. Yeah, that, that has uh, <laughs> you, just... Yeah, <laughs> I'll never miss one I'm again. Off. Thank you. Thank you, dog. Enjoy. Campbell Brown joining us.